Hey guys, Cindy Nick here. Thanks for joining my podcast, Reflections from My Morning Walk. Today is July 30th, 2019. It was one of those crazy days that started with a turn of unexpected events that eventually led me to miss my morning walk. Although my ultimate goal is always to start my day with Jesus, I could tell pretty quickly that things were not going to go as planned. No big deal. I'll just walk with Jesus later today. He'll understand, right? I have to be honest, friends. When the time came to finally walk this afternoon, I was a little less than enthusiastic. A cool, comfy spot on the sofa, along with an old episode of Fixer Upper, had convinced me that staying inside was a much better option. That is, until Jesus started tugging at my heartstrings, gently reminding me of the commitment I had made to myself and to God to walk with Him every day. Call it a guilt trip or a divine intervention. Whatever it was, I turned off the television, sorry Chip and Joanna, and headed out the door before the last few hours of daylight disappeared over the horizon. I hit the sidewalk and headed down the street, pretty sure I was going to get a fresh word from the Lord. I mean, after all, I had been obedient, right? I continued walking and listening for the next two miles, and after almost 45 minutes, the only sound I heard was crickets. Yes, crickets. Nothing else, just crickets. Now, I don't have anything against crickets, but I guess I was secretly hoping God would drop some nugget of truth into my spirit or that I would have one of those spiritual aha moments. Instead, I got crickets. Was God really giving me the silent treatment? Had I offended him or even worse, forgotten the sound of his voice? Was I trying too hard or not hard enough to listen? As Christians, I'm pretty sure we've all been there, desperately wanting to hear a word from the Lord. And you guessed it, crickets. I returned home from my walk determined to find out why I didn't hear something, anything from God. Well, as it turns out, my situation had very little to do with God's silence and a lot to do with my inability to have a conversation with Him. For whatever reason, I had allowed myself to become spiritually deaf to the voice of God, at least momentarily. I had forgotten that a conversation with anyone, including God, requires two people and that God wants to hear my voice as much as I want to hear His. Perhaps while I was waiting for a profound revelation or a prophetic word from God, He was actually just wanting to hear how my day was going or even how much I loved Him. Maybe, just maybe, God wanted to have a conversation with me. And all he heard was, you guessed it, crickets. I began to realize that maybe my motives for wanting to hear from God in the first place were a little on the prideful side. Okay, there I said it. My heart was not in the right place. James 4, 6 tells us, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. I thought about what happened when God spoke to Samuel when he was just a boy. And that because Samuel did not yet know the Lord, he did not recognize God's voice. When Eli, the chief priest, realized that God was actually speaking to Samuel, he taught him one of the most valuable lessons of his life, how to serve God and how to listen to God's voice. Eli taught Samuel that his relationship with God must be like a servant's relationship with his master. He must listen 
to God's words in a humble manner and speak to Him in a manner that respects Him. The next time God spoke, Samuel was ready. In 1 Samuel 3.10, the Bible says, Now the Lord came and stood and called, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. In the Old Testament, God did not speak directly to everyone. So the fact that Samuel was chosen to have a one-on-one conversation with God was a huge deal. So what made Samuel so special that God wanted to speak to him in the first place? In 1 Samuel 2.35, it says, Then I will raise up for myself a faithful priest, who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. I will build him a sure house, and he shall walk before my anointed forever. God was searching for someone with a pure heart, someone humble in spirit, willing to serve him faithfully, and ready to be obedient to his call. Friends, even during what I perceived to be the silent treatment from God, his message was coming across to me loud and clear. Cindy, if you want to have a heart-to-heart conversation with me, your motives have to be pure. Like Samuel, you have to be willing to say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Can you remember the last time you heard God speak to you? If not, here are just a few conversation starters. First of all, you have to start with Jesus. In John 14, 6, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus isn't saying he can give life. He is saying he is life. He does not claim to be speaking the truth. He claims to be the truth. Jesus does not say he is one of the ways to get to God. He says he is the only way to get to God. Friends, if you want to have a legit conversation with God, you have to have a relationship with Jesus first. Secondly, seek Him in His Word. In 2012, evangelist Billy Graham said, We don't need to wait for God to speak to us in a voice we can hear because He has already recorded His words for us in the Bible. God is not silent. He has told us everything we need to know about Him. And it's been written down in the pages of the Bible. In other words, we don't need to wait around hoping God may decide to speak to us someday. All we need to do is open the Word and discover the message that He has for us. The Bible declares itself, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. If you seek Him, you will find Him. And lastly, spend time in prayer. God has a strong desire to communicate with His people. However, if your prayer time is more like a never-ending to-do list or a wish list for God, you might find it hard to hear God's voice in the middle of your demands. Communicating with God requires that we listen to what's on God's heart in addition to expressing what's in our own. We have to be intentional about giving God time to speak Remember, we're not telling God anything He doesn't already know. If we become still in His presence and practice actively listening and wait, we will hear His still, small voice speaking to us through the power of His Holy Spirit. Sometimes He speaks to us through our thoughts, our feelings, an idea, or even a memory. Other times, 
He uses the Holy Spirit to reveal things to us that we need to work on in our daily Christian walk. You might find yourself feeling a little convicted or a lot convicted. Other times, God just wants us to stick quietly and wait. I just finished reading the book of Psalms, and let me just say, David is a great example of how to sit quietly and wait on God's voice. In Psalm 62, 1, it says, My soul waits in silence for God only. So friends, if you're struggling today to hear God's voice, stop whatever you're doing. Find a quiet place and just start a conversation with God. Something tells me you might just hear more than crickets. Heavenly Father, teach me today how to listen for your voice. Open my ears to hear when I pray and while I'm reading your word. Help me to recognize the sound of your voice over the noise of this world. Father, teach me to be obedient and trust you along with my desire to hear you. Give me a servant's heart and a humble spirit so that like Samuel, someday I might hear you say, well done, my good and faithful servant in whom I am well pleased. Until next time, keep walking.